Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. It's going to be a little bit of an interesting news day. We have some serious news, a bit downer news actually coming down the pipeline later on today. So I want to start us off with a bit of a humorous palate cleanser. Right now, everyone's arguing about where Tucker Carlson's going to be. Who's he going to work for? Is he going to go independent, start a rumble thing? So whatever, whatever. You know, it's it's the big argument. Like, Daily Wire's now starting, apparently starting to negotiate. Like, oh, Tucker, come here. The Blaze is saying the same thing. You know, there's a lot going on with it. No one is really asking, what about Don Lemon? Except for our boy, the boss, Rick Ross. Rick Ross offers Don Lemon job at one of his wing stops after CNN ouster. Let's just start off with a bit of a lighthearted, bit of a short episode, just to get the yucks going before we talk about, like, banking collapse, one world currency, world economic forum intervening in America, in American politics, corrupting the system around us rapidly. Let's start off light, shall we, folks? You, me? Right now it's 10.20 a.m. in the morning, I'm recording my first new episode of the day because I got a bit of a late start, a uh, bit of a misstep. Fucked my foot up. Uh, only update on that. Uh, foot's looking good. Still broken. If you ever had a broken foot, that pressure bubble is still there. Uh, it just kind of stepped sideways accidentally. Twisted my shit. So I'm like, yeah, should record. Can't think. Going to bed. So I'm a little bit of a late start. But the news will be a lot fresher today. Whereas normally I'd be recording my all my segments between the hours of like 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. I'm... Apparently going to be doing a little bit uh, fresher on the clock. So without any more housekeeping, let's get into it. Rick Ross offers Don Lemon job at one of his wing stops. Uh, w- one of his wing stops after CNN ouster. I don't know why I pressed volume up. I meant to press volume brightness down by Steve Jowski. April 25th, 2023. It's a little bit of an older article, but still humorous. Let's enjoy it. Don Lemon's out of work, but Rick Ross has his back. The Austin Martin Music. Rapper offered the 57-year-old former news anchor a job at one of his 30 or so Wingstop restaurants in an Instagram story Tuesday. CNN canned the sometimes controversial host on Monday in a surprise move that Lemon said left him stunned. In his post, Ross said Lemon, a 17-year network veteran, could <laughs> could come uh, could come man the grill if he was looking for a career change. Just found out Donald Lemon was terminated from CNN. Damn, dog, Ross said. But guess what? The brothers got your back. Oh, God. Here's the best part, right? Like, Rick Ross, super-duper not a conservative. Also, not really a Democrat either, you know, because he's... So here's the thing. On the outside, you may not know this. This is where I get to show off. Wow, the white boy knows hip-hop. Now, in this episode of White Boy No Hip-Hop, white boy no hip-hop, so... Rick Ross built this image up of being a, a drug kingpin, uh, the Don, the boss, running running the Coke empire of Miami. So the facts on that one is he was only like number one uh, Coke dealer in Miami for about two years. Some people say a year. It was more like a year and nine and a half months and then a three-month court battle that ended with him doing some time behind bars. Most of his life, professionally speaking, he was actually a correctional officer. He worked in various prisons. And then he was a parole enforcer, uh, or a parole enforcement officer, which is different than a parole officer. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the uh, the main difference between the two is, but Rick Ross got kind of exposed as being a little bit of a, a fraudster there. 
And with that being there, he's all he's been very double. He's been very open about his like fund the police, back the blue, general bootlickyish behavior. Uh, he's also done like a lot of leg man. Uh, there's this great interview. I'll throw it in at the end of this episode where he's asked like, "What do you think about Donald Trump being president?" Man, I love it. This piece of shit's gonna burn the system down and motherfucker, we can party. Piece of shit. <laughs> like, I mean. Part of me wants to agree with that statement. That's just kind of funny. But Rick Ross is not... He is a generally anti-establishment guy with a slightly left lean to his angle. Uh, Maybe you've watched his debates, his Blexit debate with Candace Owens. Maybe you've seen other interviews with him and stuff like him and Killer... uh So here, uh, if you follow it, this is a good way to put it. Killer Mike is... Like, completely independent with a slightly right bend to him. Rick Ross is the opposite. But let's get into it. Uh, quote, We're hiring at Wingstop. And for some reason, I believe you. <laughs> and for some reason, I believe you. No, you know... <laughs> Sorry, the pun got me. I believe you know what, know what you're doing with the lemon pepper wings. So, man, just send over your resume. He continued, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make sure I get you in front of the right grill, brother. Stay solid, brother. That is just fucking funny. In another video, Ross, and, uh, Ross said Lemon should lend his semi-famous name to one of Ross's signature energy drinks. Oh, boy. Just came up with a wonderful idea. Well, really, Don, you helped me come up with this, Ross said. <sighs> I need to hit the team over at Rapstar Energy Drink. If you don't know about, like, uh, I don't know if they sell these where you are, but Rick Ross owns Wingstop. Uh, he also owns Rap Snacks and the Rap Drink brand. Anything that's like the Rap Chewing Gum, Rap Snacks, Rap Chips, uh, Rap Chews, any of like the Rap brand snacks. That's Rick Ross's company. Like, like a lot of these, like, 99-cent chips and juice companies have some Rick Ross sprinkling somewhere. <laughs> and let them know that I should introduce the Don Lemon flavor. What you think? Hey, Don, we got you, brother. I love it. I can't tell if he's being serious or being facetious. Part of me thinks he's being very facetious right now, but some part of me thinks, what if? What if he's being serious? I love this. He also reportedly fought with his CNN This Morning co-host, Poppy Harlow, and Caitlin Collins, and was subject of a damning Variety magazine report published earlier this month that accused him of a long history of sexist and diva-like behavior. Lemon denied the magazine's claim and said the story is, quote, riddled with... (coughs) Sorry. Ow. Riddled with patently false antidotes and no concrete evidence among other things. Sorry, I tried to get to the pause before I coughed. Just uh, didn't didn't quite get there. This is great. CNN has given in hasn't given an official reason for Lemon's demise at the network, but it did dispute the former host's claim that he was told about the firing by his agent. Insider said, "Quote Don Lemon's statement about this morning's event is." Inaccurate, CNN said on Twitter. He was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement on Twitter. 
Again, that diva-like behavior. Now, look, let's look at some of the comments. Citizen M, more people will see him take their order than ever watch him on CNN. Hope for his sake that all the female co-workers behind Wingstop's counter are still in their prime. You know, I'll be honest with you, maybe he'll scare them into a, a, a quick uh, a quick service. I don't know about any of you. If you've ever been to Wingstop, you'll see this. Uh, they'll be on, on like the wraps on the walls. They'll be everywhere. You'll see the hashtag worth the wait. And motherfucker, you will wait. Oh, you will fucking wait. The food will be good. The wings will, will be, be pretty fucking good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the pineapple one's pretty good. Their, their Hawaiian seasoning one. It's pretty good. The barbecue one's good. Uh, their plain one with their honey mustard. Probably my favorite, actually. I'm, I'm kind of boring. Their plain one, some seasoning packets on that. Dip that bitch in the, in, in the honey mustard. Mmm, magnifique. I know I mispronounced it. Now, you will wait. And... I don't know why. It looks like the employees are busting their ass. Like, like, they're always working, but for some reason, the food's just a lot of moving, but not a lot of food being cooked for some reason. So you will wait, but it'll be... It's okay. I wouldn't say it's worth the wait. If you get up there and you're, like, the only one in there, then, yeah, sure, it's worth it. But you get up there and there's a lot of people waiting, no, don't, don't. Just go Chick-fil-A, man. Fuck it. Uh... BizC8 says, Don Lemon is 57, so he's past his prime to work at Wingstop. Quote, I'm not saying, it's not me saying it, it's what statistics show. Well, Biz, you're going to hate me for this one, but Don Lemon technically is more accurate about a female over, he's more accurate about the current only female GOP candidate being out of her prime. She is. Uh, She's past uh, PMS stage, she's in her 50s. You know, the biological clock done, and well, it's done ticking. Meanwhile, men never lose their ability to get women pregnant, and Don Lemon appears to be, at least if anything else I can say about him, in decent physical health. So, sorry, Biz, I, I hate to defend Donnie Boy here, but your comment sounds like cope. Uh, Pammy, Rick Ross was obviously not prepared for people not being able to take a joke. That's the thing. I don't necessarily know if Rick Ross is joking. Like, I'm sure the offer to come work at Wingstop is a joke, but the drink and the wing flavor, I'm, I guarantee you that he would be a thousand percent down to do. Uh, if the corn on the cob starts tasting funny, you know why, Benji. Yo, no, their corn on the cob already tastes funny. It's that fucking fake butter they use. What are you talking about? Cranky Canuck says, you're killing me. No, that fake fucking butter they use there is killing you. I've only had Wingstop maybe four or five times in my whole life. Uh, and only once intentionally. It was good. Just not particularly worth the wait. But that being said, man, I, I, I think this could be a good break for Don Lemon. To sit back, just enjoy, make up some chicken, and, uh, you know. I just wonder if that white side of his genealogy might fuck up his ability to make good fried chicken. Now, that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been here with James Madison. And uh, we'll start documenting Hellworld very shortly today. Catch y'all later. Ross, I'm going to read a few lyrics and you tell me what goes through your mind and why did you write this? You said, I'm happy that Donald Trump became president because we have to destroy it to elevate it. Right. And that was, I said that basically just based on the people who believe somebody with the lack of experience could take over um, the modern world. Mm. And if you really believe this and if you're going to stand on this, well, let's do it then. So when he tear this shit down, you motherfuckers could have a new optimistic way of looking at things.
Now you see the value of Obama. Now you see what goddamn Obama eight years and how, wow, this could have happened with, but it didn't. Right, right. Now y'all can uh, appreciate greatness. I mean, some a part of me, I'm conflicted because Ross, I look at it and I said, I'm glad because what he did is that what he showed what black people have been feeling, the anxiety right. that they're, they're talking about their experience. And now we're telling you the exact anxiety we've been experiencing for 400 years, but you didn't want to hear this. it. We've been experiencing this for, for hundreds yes. of years. I spoke on Donald Trump another time on an album called Black Dollar, and he had my album pulled from Walmart, pulled off the shelves. I said, wow, homie got time to do this? Mm. <laughs> mm. They say a lot about dude. And here we are. You spoke Told about the motherfucker now. <laughs> You spoke about the gang violence. You said, let's fight our own war. Chicago's been out of hand. The city lost souls, holding guns on the ground. What, 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 what can we do? What can we do about this? What, what is it about? I, 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 don't, I don't get it. You're fighting over something that you don't own. You talk about this, my turf. You don't own one speck of grain of sand on that turf. You don't own one block or one, one cement block, one nothing on that block. You don't own that. Why are you fighting over something Someone else on. We fighting over something we don't know, you know. Majority of these gang members don't even know where the gangs was created from. They don't even know who created these. They don't even know what the colors represent. They don't know what streets, what country they really originated in. But uh, it's just something that that's on my heart, on my mind. And I put it in the rhymes and, you know, hopefully somebody riding to it and it across theirs and say, damn. You know, nominated, nominated, never won a Grammy, but I understand they'll never understand me. What is it about? What is it about the Grammy, the people that nominate, the people that vote? What is it that they don't get? Because there have been times that you guys and in, in, in Kanye's album, the year that Taylor Swift won, and I don't have anything against Taylor Swift, but I think sometimes because it's rap. Man, can we really give a rap song album of the year? Can we really give it song of the year? Oh, that's most definitely without a doubt. That's the same way they voted Trump in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the same. It's that same Oval Office they sitting at right there. So we give Rick Ross and Kanye West this Grammy? Because that, that's forever. Because we going to look back and we say in the year 2015, album of the year or song of the year, Rick Ross and Kanye. Oh man, and, and a lot of times for a lot of people, they'll rather go without that. They'll rather live, you know, just fuck up something and just go without doing what's right. You know what to do. Hit the subscribe button to become an official member of Club Shay Shay, where we always do something before two something. Who are the numbers? I pay attention to the birth rates in this country, which is why I'm, I'm pro putting something down to stop illegal immigration. The second thing that I think is really important, and you may have heard me testify in front of Congress, is the illiteracy rates that are facing black America. 75% of black boys in California can't pass a reading exam. Across Baltimore, they looked at five schools, they couldn't find a single black boy that was, that was a, a single black child that could pass a basic reading or a math exam. So people, I caught a lot of slack because I, I said, this is a Democrat plantation, but I meant what I said. 
If you look historically at what the plantations were when we were slaves, there were three things that were necessary for them to run. The first was our ignorance. Black Americans were not allowed to learn how to read unless we would have our limbs chopped off. And that was because an educated mind cannot be enslaved. So the fact that our education, that our schools are in this condition in the inner cities and all throughout America and not a single candidate is talking about it is problematic to me. I think that that's a huge negotiating tool for me. We need to be talking about the inner city schools. Another component, and this is the biggest issue that I think is facing black America today, which was important to uh, maintaining the plantations was the breakdown of family. The biggest issue facing black America is father absence. We have children that are growing up without their fathers in the home, and that is being incentivized by the government right now via the welfare system. When the government says we'll give you more money if you don't marry the father of your children, you are incentivizing bad behavior in our community. What happens when you remove a father from the home? This is why I do not mess with feminism at all. I'm not with it. This breakdown and mocking masculinity, making it seem like there's something wrong to be a man, all of this contributes to the breakdown of family. When you all right, remove- hey, 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 hold on. So, hold on, brother, hold on. There's gonna be an opportunity for each of you to engage, but I wanna make sure this sister has the right to talk while she's here, that's why we invited her. So it's let her okay. say what she needs to say, and then let's keep it moving. Come on, y'all. The single, the single motherhood rate in the 1960s in black America, and they, th they, they thought that... Now, at a, hold single, on, hold on, hold on. At a I want to finish no, this. No, 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 I'm, this is on your behalf. At a certain point, we can't be assholes. At a, at a certain point, these are black men and women, and in particular, these are black women. Like, I, like, on, on some real G shit, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter how you feel about her personally. Everything she has just said, Louis Farrakhan said for the last 25 fucking years. So, 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 uh, so, with no, and, and I don't know if she's a fan of Farrakhan, I know me and Tamika are, bam. But, but, you cannot take the truth and be mad at who tells it to you. So just chill, bruh, shut the fuck up, let her say it, and receive the information. That's it. I apologize, I digress. Thank you. Mike, thank you so much listen. for saying what I, want, I, want I was you to, But I want to you to continue, because I, I was listening. Yeah, so... I